Yo, 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 yo. Hey, this is your boy, Sale. Um, it's about to start this new series called Invent and Reinvent. And I was trying to, what I'm starting to do is implement introductions. And I was, I have some stuff written down of, of my introduction and how, and to give, and my introduction is to give a, give an outline on what I'm going to touch on. And I usually don't use clips a whole lot because of copyrights and all that stuff. But I found this uh, Steve Harvey clip that, you know, sums up what I want to talk about, sums it up in a way better way I could ever say it. And I'm going to share this clip. I don't own the rights to it, but I just want to share this clip with you um, really quick.
The dude that when I had hair, when I had that world famous lining with that box cut, when I was Steve Hightower, Kings of Comedy, when I had that hair, the dude that cut my hair, I met him in 1986. He cut my hair for $10. I remembered him. When I got on TV, I had hired He came out there, he started making $300 a haircut. I paid him 10 He had been with me so many years that he was making $1,500 per haircut. I was getting my hair cut four times a week for television and touring. I paid him $1,500 each time. He was making $6,000 a week. You know what he was doing? Cutting hair. That same haircut I paid $10 for in 87. This dude was cutting it now for me for $1,500. I cut my hair off. We had to put him on suicide watch for a little while. But then let me tell you what he did. I paid him a chunk of money for being with me all these years. Gave him a severance pay. Told him good luck. Guess what this dude got now? He got four salons. And he owned two barber colleges. You know what this dude make now? 3.6 million a year. You know what he do? He cut hair. He cut hair. He don't do nothing else. That's his gift. Friend of mine we grew up with. All he did was cut grass. He had a single blade lawnmower that he pushed. He was so good at it, he could raise the blades up and lower them. He could cut patterns in your grass. We little. I'm going, hey, man, we going swimming. Now I got to cut Miss Jackson grass. He could cut patterns in your yard. He could put your initials in your grass as a little boy. $2 for the front, $2 for the back. $4. We used to laugh at him all the time. Well, let me tell you what we're laughing at now. He got a landscaping company in Cleveland. No, it's just boy making four. four million dollars a year. You know what he do? He cut grass. He got 38 trucks. He got all the contracts in the city, malls, corporations. And when it's snow outside, he do such a good job cutting the grass, he put plows on the front of his trucks. And he got all the snow removal contracts. This boy making $4 million a year, and you know what he do? He cut grass. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. I got stuck, I got stuck in it, man. I was just thinking about some, some of the people I know. And the first part of this series, that's what I'm going to touch on as far as inventing and and when you're inventing, you got to have a gift. And it piggybacks to when I was talking about dreaming and in your rest days when you dream. Just piggyback into that. You have a dream. God gives you a dream and then he gives you, sometimes he gives you visions. And you got to act on those things. Uh, some of the times he gives us these gifts and we don't know how to use them or know how to go about implementing them. And that's what I'm going to talk about in this series. Uh, the first part of the series is, is the gift. And then I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk more about, I'm going to get into about your gifts and 
inventing and having a capability to reinvent. Um, this is your boy, Cell, Two Cents of Faith. Stay tuned. Two cents of faith. How y'all doing? Have you, you guys remember the nursery rhyme that goes, "Roll, roll, roll your boat gently down the stream." Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. I think about that nursery rhyme because I'm really into astronomy and history and. Um, the ancient alien theories and things of that sort. And a lot of them speak about and talk about and realize that there is uh, a place called heaven. A lot of them don't call it heaven and there is a God. And a lot of people don't call it God, but that's who they are speaking of is heaven and God. And when I think about, the part in the nursery round it goes merrily, 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 merrily. Um, the life is but a dream part. A lot of a lot of people um think that this is all our life is all some dream concept of some higher entity, um, some higher being. And when I think about God and I think about all the things he created and and I always question like well question but at the same time I'm thankful that he did it's like oh man well why did he create us <laughs> what was his point what was his what was his purpose in that and 
there's all there's theories that we were just that God created the earth and he created us just to farm and maintain and keep and keep the earth keep the earth intact and and what happened was that um other other entities um corrupted corrupted us and 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 introduced us to technology. I won't get too deep into that. <laughs> but but um my point is is that God himself had a dream or vision to say, "Hey, I want to create this and I want to create and I want to create some people." And as the Bible always says that God created us in his image so he he wanted something something like us he wanted to to duplicate things he wanted to create within the creation and sometimes we forget to do that and we don't recognize that because of um we don't live out our dreams or our visions that god give us because we get distracted by things um the main thing we get distracted is by satan and satan will use will use um things like your inner thoughts like your insecurities um your self-confidence about yourself and if that don't work then he'll he'll use people to shoot down your idea or your vision i remember when i was a kid I always wanted to have my own restaurant, and I would, you know, I, I told, I would tell, I would tell people like, yeah, one day I'm gonna own my own restaurant, yeah, 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 and it's gonna be this and it's gonna be that, and you know, I would get laughed at and teased like, yeah, right, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna run a restaurant, you ain't gonna do this, you ain't gonna do that. And then when I got to be an adult, when I got in my twenties, all these things like the Wolfgang Puck restaurants franchise all these people coming out and i remember i used to watch cook shows i was the things like man i always wanted to you know have my own restaurant do cook shows and stuff and you know i shut that down as a kid um growing up because people was laughing at me and i wasn't secure and i wasn't uh confident in myself and my skills that i could actually do that and that's what happens. And God wants to create things for us to create within the creation. Perfect example, um, when I think about was the thing that's really, really blowing up now and is Amazon. Amazon is blowing up like crazy. And it all started with just a dream and a vision and somebody said, you know, I'm not gonna give up on this and and it's just it's just it's just delivering and transporting goods. That's all Amazon does. And then and then now within that creation the main thing that made Amazon blow up even more is they created things within creating the avenue of just delivering transport and delivering products to people so they can get it. Started out as just Delivering the transport. Now you can watch. Now you can watch movies. Thanks to technology, you can do movies. 
you could do um <laughs> they even got their own little device where you can sit it around and you you tell it you ask it questions, you ask it what to do, and they'll do it, they'll look it up for you. I mean, all kinds of avenues. And that's what happens when God birthed things into us and gives us these dreams and these visions. Um it, it started out as just one thing, and then he just keeps on giving giving you more and more to add on to it. And that's where the reinvent, reinventing comes in, and I'm going to speak more on that. But to get back to the point, merely, merely, merely life is but a dream. Uh, you could take that how you want to. You could take it as, oh, this is just a dream, so I'll do whatever I want to do. Or you could take it as, this is God's dream and God's vision, and I'm part of God's dream and part of God's vision. And he wants me to to dream and invent. Pretty deep. <laughs> um I just think about how thankful and grateful that I am when I think about uh, God and God creating, creating the earth. No matter what the purpose was, you know, people got all their different views of how, why the earth was created, why we was created. I don't care what God's purpose was or or anything i'm just thankful that i'm able to soak in and witness his creation and be a part of create his creation like you know everybody always wants to be a part of something when it blows up when it when it comes when it becomes something great but people forget that there were steps to get to that greatness and that's what God is trying to do. That's our whole purpose here on earth is God is giving us nuggets, little little bits and pieces, nuggets each and every day to grow and to get better and to learn. And that's a part of 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 the dream part. That's 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 part of it. Is being able to to accept that knowledge and bring things to light. And you can't do it without God. You can't do it without him putting something into you. And sometimes, like I say all the time, we get so caught up and so busy and so distracted that, um, and that's, that's, you know, people that work a nine to five, they go through this all the time. And I, in, and in corporate America, you have somebody higher than you, there's always, you know, majority of the time, there's always somebody trying to keep that person down and trying to stop that person. Um, you hear the, you hear people say, well, I was overqualified for this job. And what that really, what I really get out of that when I hear people say, well, you're overqualified, is that I don't want you to take my spot. So I'm going to either sing you elsewhere or if I hire you, I'm going to keep you under you know there are some people who are like well if i hire you you got to take this lower um rate of pay and you got to take this lower position and then work your way up and then sometimes you never work your way up 
God doesn't want us to be stuck in the same in the same stressful environment, same stressful day-to-day life. He wants us to enjoy life. He wants us to create things. This is your boy Cell, Two Cents of Faith. I'm out. Yo, 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 and of course, yo. This has been this has been my this has been my deals. Starting out, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> this is your boy Cell, Two Cents of Faith. I am strong. I am gifted. I am talented. I'm gonna start. I haven't did a faith chat um, chant in a while. I think I'm gonna record a faith chant. Um. Let me say that again. I am strong. I am gifted. I am talented. And it all comes from God. In my intro to this series, I um, I had a clip from Steve Harvey's show. And he was talking about your gifts. And one of the most important things in... Being able to create something, to invent something, is being able to have and tap into your gifts. Everybody has a gift. And he was talking about in that introduction, um, he gave tons of, of examples of people that have gifts. And they just stuck to doing what they know and what they're gifted at doing and they went on to be successful 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 I'm having a hard time talking this morning successful in life and prosperous in life and I was talking in in the segment before and life is but a dream in the life is but a dream segment of how we get distracted 
and how we allow Satan and we allow people. I can't give Satan all the credit because there are some people out there that just don't want to see you succeed. There's people out there and there's people out there that want to see you exceed, but they can't phantom the the idea of what your gift what your gift is or what your dream is or what you're trying to invent coming to light it seems unbelievable it seems untrue i think about our our uh entertainers that are gone like prince and michael jackson um just to name those two just off top because those are the two that are worldwide nationally known um mainly i want to focus mainly on on prince because he was so gifted and he he used his gift and he used his gift of music to to just man i mean just change the game there's so many things he did within music. There's so many things that he was able to do with music because he didn't let anybody stop him from using his gift. He didn't let anybody stop him from from self-teaching himself to play numerous instruments. And those things, those are kind of, even, even when I think about it, that's mind-boggling, like, you know, I can't remember the exact number, but the number is huge on how many instruments that Prince taught himself how to play. And somebody on the outside looking in, looking at, you know, thinking about that, like, man, there's no way possible he could have did that. It's, it's impossible. One of the things that Eddie Murphy, and he, he, he was doing it before the movie came out, but he he became, he got big, huge credit when he created The Clumps in his Nutty Professor movie series. And he got so much props because he played, he did all these characters, he thought up all these characters and played them out in a movie. And, you know, those, and, you know, those are things that hadn't been done. And he was just using his gift. He was just, like I was saying in the other segment, creating within the creation. He was funny. He just didn't do stand-up comedy. You know, Eddie Murphy did movies. I mean, he's, um, he's known in the, in Hollywood as a legend. I mean, he's done countless movies. And he started out just telling jokes. Same thing, you know, with Steve Harvey. And he said it He said it before in one of his shows when he was talking about this. And he was saying, like, man, I just, just tell jokes. He's like, I've been telling the same jokes I was telling 30 years ago. <laughs> I just get paid more to do it now. But within telling those jokes, he has uh, built his—he has built himself a brand. 
you know, he has, you know, he's he he does several several he hosts several shows, and that's his gift. His gift is hosting. He's a great host, you know. And he showed that when he did Apollo and he did um he host he hosted Kings of Comedy. Just to just to give you guys some examples. I'm trying to think of some more um examples here just off the top of my head, but I'm trying to stay focused on your gift. If you are gifted in something and you're good at it, go for it. Don't let anybody stop you from doing it. And I think about my gifts. Um, and I think about, you know, when I was talking about how people shot me down because I wanted to start my own restaurant. I'm a businessman. <laughs> the um, My mind, you know, my, my idol growing up was, was Michael J. Fox from... <laughs> uh, from from the old TV show um, Family Ties, Michael J. Fox was my idol because he was, you know, I didn't like the political stuff, but he was all about business, and that's how I am. I'm business minded, so I could, I could, you know, see and envision something becoming something big as far as the business aspect. Like when I wanted to have my own restaurant, I wanted to have my own restaurant. I wanted to do the business side of it. You know, not saying that I can't cook or anything, but cooking is not one of my gifts. <laughs> cooking is just something I learned to do. And anything with me, you know, I'm a competitor. Anything I teach myself how to do, I become good at it. I become great at it. I try to be great at it. And, you know, I had to figure out because sometimes you can get too competitive to where it 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 would it would damage like 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 you hear people saying like sometimes you can you can block your own blessings sometimes being overly competitive can block your own blessings or in Michael Jordan's case it made him the the best basketball player in the world of uh, uh yeah I don't want to hold a start a whole Michael Jordan LeBron debate. Now, I know people like, well, LeBron is the, you know, the greatest. Uh, anyway, but my point is, even with LeBron, those were their gifts. And and they just they just took what they loved and they made themselves great. And that's what I want to encourage people to do to start doing is take what you love, take that gift and create something awesome. Create something awesome and new, and don't let anybody stop you from doing that. If you do hair and you love doing hair, keep going to those shows. Keep, you know, keep keep styling hair. Keep staying. Keep doing it. Keep bettering yourself. This is your boy Cell, Two Cents of Faith. I'm gifted. I'm strong. I'm talented, and I got it all from God. I'm out. I am strong. I am gifted. I am talented. And it all comes from God.